1: Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has
2: been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store.
1: Um, all right, so I'll start with wrestling. Um. But before we begin, just some little bit of news. Uh, Cole Hodge, um, quarterback from Cal, was named uh, the Kentucky Football Gatorade Player of the Year, which well-deserved. I think he was the top, if not, you know, the... the You know, the most, I wouldn't say, like, never mind. He was one of the top contenders, and, I mean, I don't think anybody's surprised that he got that. So, congrats to him. Um, And then, not much, like, big news has probably happened. I mean, we went on break, so things died down a little bit. But then again, um, I know basketball and wrestling, um, some other sports were also active. Um, But to get back to wrestling, so I covered that a little bit just before um, we went on break. And um, I got a little bit more information in terms of wrestling. So, according to my little source on Manuel's wrestling team, there really isn't like like say like you play so like say like Manuel play like say next. It doesn't really happen like that individually. It will more it it usually takes place in a tournament when that happens. But it's only at like tournaments that it does. Um, So, basically, as you can imagine, it's just wrestling. You know, you want to pin your opponent down on the ground. um, One, two, three, whistle, done. You want to do that as many times as you can to rack up your points um, in order to place higher um, and advance one of these tournaments. And uh, essentially do that throughout your season. Some of the big um, tournaments throughout the wrestling season include the PRP duels, which is actually this Saturday. The Louisville City Championships, the Gladiator Invitational at Fern Creek, Rumble in the Hive at Central, and the Derby City Classic, um, which is also at Central. Um, I just forgot what I was going to say about that. So again, it's most most wrestling occurs during tournament. There's not during tournaments. There's not like individual one-on-one um, matches. Um, and wrestling season is still going on. Um, it won't officially end until mid February. After the boys' state championships and the girls' state championships, which the former will be taking place on the February sixteenth, and the latter taking place on the um, seventeenth of November. So there is still a good chunk of time for some change and advances to occur within the high school um, wrestling world. But um, a lot of the, or off the top of my head, I do not remember his name, but I believe the number one um, wrestler. at least in the county maybe the state um is a senior from santax i don't remember his name um, but he's pretty up there there are obviously some trinity um guys up there there's a few manual so those three schools kind of dominate but then you have a little bit of mix in between that um so it's pretty good competition all around Uh, i can't say much for the girls i think eastern fairdale I'm missing like a couple other schools. Manuel has a girls team, so don't don't count out on the girls. There are some girls teams, and you know they definitely participate in these tournaments that the boys do, and they are more than qualified, you know, to con to contend and you know to be placed in these tournaments and compete just like the boys. Um, so that's wrestling. Um, it's tough. It's a lot, but it's fun to win, and you know you you really have to dedicate a lot of time. You know, on the mat and off the mat. But um, obviously these players that are participating right now are able to do that. So it's just a really cool sport all around to go watch and see.
3: Okay, so getting into archery, um, I'll just give a little rundown about what, like, archery is because I used to do archery. So it's like you have, like, you're shooting and it's, you have three rounds from 10 meters and three rounds from 15 meters. So, um, in you get five arrows to shoot per like round. So you can get a total of 300 points. And 300 points is what you're trying to get. And then team scores are made up of, um, basically the, um, 12 top archers on each high school team. So, um, the top teams in Kentucky, according to NASP tournaments, which is like how they keep track, is Madison Central High School, Ryle High School, Harrison County High School, Butler County High School, Bullet Central, Model Laboratory Second School, Anderson County, Calloway County, Meade County, Bullitt East, Letcher County, Great Crossing, Madisonville, North Hopkins, Mercy, Lafayette, Central Hardin, Scott County, Logan County, Lexington Christian Academy, and Marshall County. And I think it's interesting that there are not a lot of Louisville teams on this list. But, like, it's more from, like, in other parts of Kentucky, which I think is kind of cool and shows like how it's not just like the teams in the Louisville and Lexington areas that can be like that can be strong at sports
1: yeah whenever that happens I think you know the teams in Louisville are at an advantage but also in a disadvantage Um, disadvantage because you know they can't compete um, or I guess as much as they could or as i don't even know what's the word i'm looking for (laughs) i'm having brain farts too many no but like with archery like i feel like you don't really see like an archery headline in the news more often than you um um do like say football or basketball but i mean it's obviously there and i know manuals archery team they have a couple tournaments throughout the year but honestly it's good for these other teams because within a lot of the khsaa tournaments you see you know more than maybe half uh, like a third to half of the field being from Louisville and I mean when this doesn't occur like in archery that just opens the door for these other teams you know to come out and show off their skills and brag about that and at this good same time good for them but then again you know some of these teams in Louisville are probably missing out but again I mean this just paves the way for these teams you know to be able to say we can do this we can compete too even if it is archery, which yeah. that doesn't matter. Yeah, Any sport is a sport. Mm-hmm. If you are able to excel at a sport,
3: yeah. yes, that, yeah.
1: that's really good.
3: Mm-hmm. So going to the top boys for archery, I got a list of all the boys that have shot above a 290 this season, but there are a lot. So I'll just do like the top couple. So the top is Taylor Conway, who shot a 297, and he's from Harrison High School. And 297 out of 300 is amazing. Like
1: I'm sure that he had the occasion of where he shot a perfect 300.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and then number two is Owen Schneider from Bullet East. And he sh- shot a 296 this season and then Bobby Joe Harris from Bethlehem High School also shot a 296 this season. And then I'll do one last one for for boys cuz everyone else is 292, 291 or 290. Um Jonah Stidham from Letcher County Central High School shot a 293, which is still so impressive.
1: Think about like Like, you all may think we're silly for talking about archery right now, but think about, like, the aim, the precision, and the focus that you have to have when shooting an arrow. I mean, it's like... like I couldn't do
2: it. I've tried Exactly.
1: Like, you could shoot somebody's eye out. Mm -hmm. But, like, seriously, like... Like, after a certain time, it's, like, you have to, like, when you, like, you're almost, like, shaking. Cause oh, yeah. you're, you're yeah. trying to, like, get that target, but you can't. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, you need to put it down and you need to, like, reset. Yeah. These archers, I'm sure they don't even have to do it. It's probably a breeze. And that, or a walk in the park. When
3: I had to do it, I had to wear, like, an arm sleeve because I kept hitting myself with a string. Really? Yeah. And it hurts. Yeah. So, okay. Going on to the girls. The top girl is Alana Bryant, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah. Alana Bryant from Anderson County High School who shot a two ninety five. And then Emily Paul from Simon Kitten High School shot a two ninety four. Haley Hill from North Laurel High School shot a two ninety three. And then Madison Puckett from Meade County and Lucy Pierce from Sacred Heart both shot two ninety twos this season.
1: Um when thinking about archery you also have to consider distance too mm-hmm. um like what's like what's the it's do you know, 10 like, the, meters 10 and meter? 15
3: meters so okay. you have three rounds of five arrows at 10 meters and three rounds of five arrows at 15 meters
1: okay so with that noted take in fact that Again, you set up. You have to have good aim. You can't shake, or else mm-hmm. your aim will go off. And you have to do that five times for three rounds.
3: Mm-hmm. And then and do it again. You're sharing a target with another shooter. I want to add that you don't. Have they're your, in your space. Yeah, they're in your space. They're right up on you. And sometimes your arrows bounce out of the target.
1: Oh, exactly. There's that in, in consideration too. So. Archery players don't don't or participants don't mess around. Mm-hmm. Like it's the real deal, and the the precisionness that's not a word. The preciseness, right? Is that mm-hmm. right?
3: Or you could just say precision.
1: Precision. God, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> the precision of when the arrows meet the target within that circle. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Really, I've never witnessed an archery match. But now that we've seen, we've talked about this. I'm really kind of compelled to go no, to go now. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be interesting to watch. Yeah, I feel like it would be like, kind of like, it's quiet, like it's all focused, and then you just hear the whoosh of the arrow, the arrow. and then the of it hitting the target. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how tournaments work, um, but obviously they draw on a lot of um, schools and competitors because. You know, I mean, again, it's not one-on-one individual matches. It's you go to these tournaments and compete against all these different schools for the opportunity um, to place and get a trophy.
3: Yeah, 100%.
1: You got some bowling chorus over there? All right, sure. So I had no idea about all this stuff a year ago, but now that um, me and Morgan have actually got on the bowling team for Mander this year, um, I would consider myself a better... Um, expertise within this area. Um, so in a bowling match, correct me if I'm on Morgan, you can have like nine players? Yeah, okay. nine players. So you have nine players for each team, and then those players um, get divided to where there are three people per lane. Um, and then from there, you'll have three other people from that team. So within those two lanes, you'll share the little bowling rack thing, right? Every frame, you're switching sides of the rack. Yeah. Um, so usually in a standard match, um, you'll play two regular games, 10 frames each, um, and you have to switch lanes after each frame. And everybody's bowling individually. hmm Um, but you're still, like, part of the team, so you want to still rack up your points, um, to help your team score. Um, and then after that, usually there are two Baker games. So a Baker game basically works like this. So you have, um, five players from one team and five players from another team. So, player one, so it's ba- a Baker game is 10 frames too. So, player one will bow. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Player one will bow um, frame one and frame six. Bowler, or player two will bow frame two and um, frame seven. Player three will bow frame three um, and frame eight. Player four will bowl. Um, frame four and frame nine and then the fifth player will bowl the fifth frame in the tenth frame usually your fifth player is your strongest player because in that tenth frame you depending on like like what you are able to do during that tenth frame if you get a strike you get another chance to shoot and if you get a strike your second time around then you get to go again so depending on like, what you're able to do with that tenth frame, you can really help um, your team rack up some more points. Um, so that's basically how like a standard regular match works. Um, tournaments are a different story, however, and people at these tournaments they don't mess around. Oh my god! Like guys, it's a full-on job. If you've what never they do. seen
2: PRP play bowling? I highly suggest it.
1: Please, please it is go watch. Great. And credit to PRP. They have an amazing fan base and support, as they should. But, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I didn't know how intense bowling tournaments could be. They're fun. Don't get me wrong. But, like, they're real intense at the same time, too.
3: What do you mean by intense?
1: So, like, like you know how teams have, like, chance or whatever? PRP does. Well, every team does. Okay, these tournaments.
2: hold up. The only thing I don't like about bowling is how we have to, like, cheer at the beginning. Like...
1: Yeah. It is
2: <laughs> it's an experience.
1: Okay, so each team has a chant, right? And you know, their most chants are different. Like you won't hear the same chant um like say like I don't know. You don't hear, you won't hear the same chant chant from two teams. Like that really uh, I've heard a
2: few. There's like the one that's like actually I don't know, but I've heard a couple of them. Okay.
1: Ones. Well, maybe besides the one time Morgan heard rare. <laughs> it's a rarity. Um, so they'll do their chance and I mean it's like screechingly loud. And I under- I understand. And uh, Manuel is guilty of this too and I'm sure other teams are too. But I mean like it is like a screech. No, it is yeah. so loud. <laughs> Which you know what? You know what? It's okay. At this point it's okay because PRP absolutely der- deserves the attention and recognition that they get because they're they just really so good. They are really good. No, exactly, they are so good. And then so like at the at the beginning of tournaments what is it called? The Cha Cha slide? Yeah, they're the Cha Cha slide. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> does it. It's like an, They always do the Cha Cha slide. It's, it's like a, a tradition or something, yeah. Um and then you'll usually have like a beginning team chant like that too, where you, you just scream at the top of your lungs. Some of these people that like scream their chants, I am shocked at how much how much like I their voice have... carries at times. But you know the person who, who does our okay. chant
2: like she's really good at it. You wouldn't like her voice carries, but we're like the weakest out of everybody.
1: Oh yeah. Definitely would say that. Um, okay, so KHSAA doesn't really have like a statewide like bowling kind of like they should. Like um what's the what's it called? Um like stats. Stats exactly. Um, but I was able to find some region four stats. Basically from where? Um, from Louisville Metro High School Bowling. Hmm. Riley Ro- or Riley Roberts, who's on Manuel's team, um, sent this over in the group chat. So I'm like, well, it's I think it's been a little while since it's updated. If y'all want to go check that check out that link. It's Louisville Metro High School Bowling. Um, it'll give you it'll give you Region Three and Region Four girls, um, and boy stats. And I think there's a few co-ed teams within there. But basically, what you need to know is the dominant teams, at least in Louisville. Um, So, I don't know their regions exactly, but within regions 4 and 3 um, are Trinity, Santax Manual, and PRP. Am I missing anybody, or would you agree with that, Morgan? In girls or boys? Boys. I don't think you're missing anybody. Okay. Then, on the other side, or, yeah, uh, the dominant girls teams are PRP, hands down. Like, hands down. I would say Shaw... Yeah. Yes and no. Are we just talking about region four? Yes. Then yeah. But okay. So fine. What if I were to say Louisville wide? I think. Who would you say then? I think Butler would be on there. Okay.
2: And I think Mercy can put up a good fight against some teams. I've. I, I know, like you, maybe have not seen Mercy play, but um. No, they're
1: I. Pretty good. No, we're not the couple of tournaments that I've been, the Mercy hasn't been able to advance. Um, but I mean, okay, I'd give them that. Um, so anyway, the current number one bowler for the girls, uh, is girls for region four is Taylor Sands from Eastern with an average bowl score of, um, 200.35 points, per points, um, in 20 games. And then the number one bowler for boys for region four is Ethan Ackerman from Trinity with an average bowl score of 232.5 points in 20 games. And then I'll just go ahead and quickly get region three stats for you. The number one current bowler for girls for region three is Sarah Vangra from Butler, um, with an average bowl score of 203.93 points um, in 20 games. And then the current number one bowler for boys for Region 3 is Trent Smallwood from DeSales with an average bowl score of 239.07 points in 20 games. So some pretty impressive numbers um, these bowlers boy, boys and girls are putting up. And that's not even going down the list. That's just number ones. Like the 1 through 10 bowlers are putting up some high stats on, the last, on that list. Okay, so we're going to head into our first break,
2: and then we're going to be back with Mark Blankenbaker to talk a little bit about high school recruiting football-wise with the new Nick Saban News.
0: Welcome back to the High School Hour. Now here's Morgan, Ava, and Katie.
2: Welcome back into the High School Hour. We have Mark Blankenbaker with us. And um, I'm excited for this. This is something different. So, Mark,
0: are you there? I'm here. Yeah. How's everybody doing?
1: Oh, we're doing good. Thank Trying you for to get joining this us. First week <laughs> of school back. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank- I'm sure you guys are, are happy first week of school back, but we're happy to have the high school hour back here on ESPN Little. I can tell you that.
2: Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Um, so, I want to just hop into this. And um, my main thing with this is mainly how this is, might change the way that some high schoolers might look at Alabama in a way Um, because, you know, a lot of kids were going to Alabama because, you know, it's Nick Saban, you know. That's what it was about. You want to play for him because of, you know, his whole reputation of being this great coach. And, you know, I think it has changed over the years with, you know, NIL and the transfer portal, and that might have led to, you know, what has happened and why he retired when he has a great coaching staff and a great team.
0: Yeah, it's it's really going to send shockwaves uh, through college football. Not only from a recruiting perspective and all that other stuff, but who fills the vacancy, how they feel about it. Did, did people hit the portal because they wanted to play in that system for those coach that coaching staff or whatever? It'll be really interesting to see how it happens, and it is important to know. Like, as you guys are talking recruiting, the portal's closed, so like you can't go into it now until after the spring. So this gives. Whoever they hire, whoever's, whoever is the new coach to Alabama, uh, you know, time to get in there, go through a spring with that roster and sell them before, you know, kids go and hit the portal. And this is a strategic decision by Alabama and Nick Saban. Nick Saban didn't roll over out of bed and decide he was retiring today. They decided to do it now because the portal's closed. And so uh, it's going to be interesting who takes the job, how uh, football recruits look at Alabama uh because you know I've been following Alabama for years and you know for a long time they were they were in coach purgatory they couldn't find the right guy for the job until they finally landed Nick Saban so we'll see we'll see where they go from here
2: do you think we could see possibly like high schoolers start to decommit due to this or do you think they've been like notified and they had a plan out way before of what you know what's going to happen with this knowledge.
0: Yeah, the high school kids are rarely notified. I'd be surprised if they were, to be honest with you. And I think that, you know, it, for whatever they have committed for 2025, they're Alabama, they're going to go get a great coach. They may have some shifting around, but that's really high school recruiting anyway, that, you know, you commit now, you, you come back around later, and you might decommit, you might do whatever. I think more than anything, it pro- the thing to watch really will be that current roster once they once they go through a spring football period with whoever their coach is. Because if it's a different style, if they go with Dan Lanning and they bring in Will Stein, you know, Jalen Milrow's probably not going to stick around Alabama football. That is not the offense that they run at Oregon. Um, you know, Dan Lanning's a defensive coach. People like that. Davo Sweeney, Jalen Milrow will probably be able to stick around. You know, I mean, so it depends on that. Now, high school recruiting – same type of deal it's about connections it's about nil alabama's certainly going to have nil it's certainly going to be a place because it has that aura right now the question will be that does it have it two three four years from now that's the real question
2: and do you think i i know there's rarely like just a few left but coaches like nick saban you know who've been around for a really long time do you think we might see them start to you know pull away from the sport due to all of these kind of changes with the portal and the nil do you think that there's some oh, kind of yeah. disconnect there
0: i think i think especially the older coaches that are used to it being the old way uh, you, you've seen it in college basketball with jay wright coach k and uh roy williams guys that have been around, there's been so much change with one-time transfer and NIL, and there's really no break, and Nick Saban likes the football, you know? Like, he likes the football. He wants to plan for football, teach fundamentals. He wants to get his team ready and game plan and things like that. Doing all this other stuff, raising money for NIL, you know, worrying about am I going to get a high school kid in here and he's going to be out of here in eight months because he's not happy, that's that's a different type of deal for some of these older head coaches and you know the people you know he's done well with that but it's different now and you know you have to have the energy and I don't and I don't know if that's why Nick Saban stepping away he is he isn't he's older he's in his 70s now so it's probably time really but you also have to be able to put up with the day to day and I don't know that a lot of these guys that have been in it for so long are ready to make all those changes.
2: Yeah, and that was going to be my next thing. Like, I could see, you know, maybe Nick Saban doing this. He's kind of leading the way for this kind of generation of coaches, you know. Maybe take a step back. But I do think that some of them still just love the sport in a way, and they don't want to step away from it, and I think they want to adapt to it. But I think it might be difficult for them, especially since you have some of these high school kids wanting money, and I just don't think that's what some of these coaches want. And it's hard to mm-hmm. give like high schoolers, like eighteen year olds, all this money, not being responsible, not being mature enough. I like I just I just it's gonna be weird. It's... Well, you, I mean, you
0: see it at Georgia with Kirby Smart. I mean, you know, they have a lot of players, a lot of young men, make a lot of money, and they have a speeding problem on their campus. Like they yeah. they had a death, two deaths in their in their program. They've had multiple other guys cited for it, and that's gonna happen. You give uh, eighteen to twenty two year old kids several hundred thousand dollars and they can and cars and stuff like that they're going there's a reason why your insurance rates are higher Morgan you know that's yeah. the reason why for that <laughs> you know and and you know as you get older things like that you make more mature decisions but I do think that you're right like you get a high school kid six figures money you know something like that is it worth it are you burning up you know your your alumni and your your booster base money on freshmen that don't pan out and I think the Jeff Bromway really of finding transfers that are productive players elsewhere and giving them Mm -hmm. NIL money is probably the right path to go but if you can get a if you can get Arch Manning you're going to get Arch Manning you know so (laughs) there's a catch-22 for sure yeah
1: well it it almost goes back to like the narrative like um like you're you're playing for me it's almost like as if – because mm-hmm. if they're getting these NIL deals and offers and such like that, it's they're getting in their heads. They're getting greedy, and, you know, they're not thinking about, you know, the coaches on staff and the other players. It's like it's all about me now. And maybe Saban was fed up with that. Maybe he wasn't. But it's like, I don't know. It's almost as if he stepped out as, as his position as head coach Alabama at the right time just because with all these changes, you know, being made. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I think he still could have stuck around and, you know – you know, been like the face of like I'm not taking this because Saban is relatively old school, and you know he knows his way around, obviously. Um, and you he know, he does,
0: and he's probably one of those few coaches that could probably hang on and do it as much of the old school as possible because he's an NFL factory. And you know, you could sell. Listen, we've got NIL; you're going to make it here. But really, what the the, the big the big prize is, I'm going to I'm going to get you drafted. You're going to go into the league. You know, you're going to win national championships. You're going to have a great college experience, but. You're going to go be an NFL player and make way more money in the NFL than you ever would with NIL anywhere. Um, and you know it, it's sad, but like I'd hate to be the person who follows Nick Saban. Yeah. Really. they yeah. choose to Phil. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Who's that going to be? And and if you're Dabo Sweeney and they love you at Clemson, and I know you played at Alabama. If you're Dabo, but like is that really? Are you really going to follow Nick Saban? Like that's that's a tough question to ask. So. But Alabama is going to make this decision with their wallet. They know what happens when you invest, and you get star coaches. You get you get star level results, and you know hopefully Louisville basketball follows suit with that soon.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not wrong. I appreciate your time, Mark. Um, I know you're busy, but I thank you again for coming on. Um,
0: Absolutely, pump the high school hours back, and um, and I'll chat with you next week, Mark.
2: Okay, thank you. Bye. Right,
0: thanks Bye. Uh,
2: take care, guys. Bye. Okay, so we're still here. Um, so I'm going to get into coming out of that. That was a great conversation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, it is going to be hard for whoever has to follow Nick Saban. I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. But I think the NCAA needs to step back and look at this NIL stuff because I do agree that some of these kids do not need to be getting six figures.
1: No, absolutely like, not. They mm-hmm. wouldn't know what to do with it.
2: Exactly, that's the whole thing. They don't know. They what have to do too
1: much time and money on their hands. They shouldn't mm-hmm. be focusing. They should be focusing on playing on football, football yeah. so they can go to the ex- NFL exactly. and get even more money and get yeah. even richer. Exactly, and also being a teammate, being yeah. in the moment, like yeah. relish your time on a, on a team. Like these are probably going to be some of the best memories and times. And if that you, you can spent. win
2: a national championship, multiple NFL players have said, you know, the national championship. It was better with winning a Super Bowl. Because of the team, the bond, but I just don't think it's yeah. But I just don't think it's like hyped as that is anymore. And I really wish it would come back to that because I think national championships and collegiate sports is just great. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I think going back to the comparison of like you know the CFP um, championship and then the Super Bowl is like in the CFP you're not playing for money. No, no, you're not. You are no. If you win the
2: Super Bowl, you get a bonus.
1: Exactly. In the CFP, you are playing. To get you, get yourself and your team that ring, exactly. Mm -hmm. Compared to like in the Super Bowl, money. Yes, you're
2: going for your team, but you know,
1: like it's Mm -hmm. it's still gonna impact you. It's gonna be a great memory. Blah 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 blah. But like, there's more intent and integrity and effort and compassion in college football. So what we're saying is just these
2: high school kids need to focus on. They want you need You should go where you feel like you're going to be on a team that you want to be on. You don't need to. Yes, you have to have money involved for, like, schooling reasons. If you don't get a scholarship, I think that's also something. Um, But I think a full ride and NIL is two different things. And – but I think, you know, I think these high schoolers just need to be put on that they're – I don't think you should be expected to have money your freshman year. Now, if you're doing good junior senior year, fine. You should get some NIL money. Just, like, you know, you're more mature. You've aged – But I just don't think the expectation for some of these kids needs to be, yeah, I want more money. This school is giving more more money. I want more money. And I think that's where the crossroads is right now, is these schools are fighting with each other with how much NIL money they have available. And I think that's what you're seeing with the transfer portal as well. Mm -hmm. But the transfer portal, you know, in a way is like, these kids are older. Not a lot of them are like sophomore, freshmen coming into the transfer portal.
1: So... The, just the overall expectation of just everything, everything yeah. associated with football is just so mm-hmm. high these days. Yeah. It's so high, which means so much more competition, so much more, like, brutality, like, off the field, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, in the locker room and during press conference. I mean, it's just, it's just gone out of the water sometimes.
2: And this goes to any sport if you're getting recruited. You need to want to be there at the school and with the team. You need to meet the players on the team because if you ultimately don't get along with them, I wouldn't want to be there. Nobody wants to be there if you don't get along with the people. So I think this more needs to be about who you're playing for, what you're playing for, and if you align with what the morals is and what the ultimate goal is for these teams. So that I'm gonna I'm gonna end there, or I'll keep talking
1: about it. So we could go down a whole rabbit hole. Yeah, though. I could yeah, go down like, a whole rabbit no. hole with that. So
3: one thing that I wanted to add, though, I'm really like I'm interested to see how this is gonna impact their like recruiting class and like
1: because i'm (laughs) that's a loaded question really
3: i'm looking and alabama has for the 2024 they have the number two overall recruiting class to georgia and then for 2025 it's number three and notre dame and lsu are the only ones ahead of them there so i'm interested to see how these how this is going to impact.
2: I think regardless, Alabama still has a reputation to be a good football school. Mm-hmm. And the athletic department knows they have to live up to that. So they're not going to go get a coach that's not going to s- succeed, but also follow what these kids need as a coach and what the school needs. Because you can like Mark said, you cannot differ from that style because you're going to have kids on that current roster. I think the current roster is going to be more effective, affected than the coming in. Because the coming in, they have a little bit of a time to get used to how Alabama's gonna play football. But the current roster, they're gonna see it immediately when the new coach comes in. And -hmm. I think that's where you're gonna see a divide. So I think that's where I'm gonna end that. But, you know, we'll see how it develops in the recruiting class over the next couple weeks.
1: It's already starting, it's already started developing.
2: So getting into some girls' um, basketball. On um, Saturday in George Rogers Clark game, Sierra Byers, who's one of the top forwards in the state, um, she went out with an injury and last night they confirmed that she is out with an ACL tear, which is very hard for this team because she is putting up a lot of points. Um, So getting into it, um, I couldn't find a lot of like what the girls basketball did and over the break because most were out of town doing tournaments they state. were everywhere yeah so i wasn't gonna go through and find each individual one i'm sorry i wish i could but um so i'm just gonna this is gonna happen starting not next week the next week this is the girls lit tournament we're gonna get into the boys a little later so going in we just right now this is the first round we have mercy and ballard and then um, manual and PRP. This is just round one. This is going to happen on the 22nd of January. And Bullet East and Mail. And Assumption North Bullet. After, whoever wins these games will go to the hosts that are the top four um, spots in the tournament, which is Sacred Heart, Butler, Central, and Cal. And the, all of those are um, in order. And then from that, I don't know. like, And then I think that's it. Or I'm not for sure. But I think those are whoever's in the tournament i don't know why actually this is a really weird bracket but yeah
1: i'm getting confused i would start with the base the base teams that you just said yeah
2: so um mercy you know they lost one of their star for <laughs> forward guards last year to, leah to macy
1: Bethlehem, right?
2: yeah she bethlehem. went to bethlehem um she's been out with an injury most of the year um but you know mercy's staying strong they have some strong um sophomores i think and, you know, I think they'll do well. And then they're playing Ballard. You know, Ballard, their boys team, I think it, the girls team doesn't live up to what Ballard is. Their boys team is not at the moment. Well,
1: the boys haven't really, like...
2: No, they were amazing of, last year. The boys were. Yeah, the but. boys
1: haven't met them met, met yet this year. I mm-hmm. think they're still trying to find the groove right now.
2: And going to Manuel, um, you know, Manuel's had some roster changes yeah. from what we know. And so I think Manuel's kind of struggling a little bit. Yeah. They had amazing year last year. They did really well. Um, but I think they're having some tight waters right now. A
1: little bit of internal struggle.
2: And then you have PRP. You know, um, I'm not too familiarized with PRP. I think they're, you know, for what they are, they're decent. Mm-hmm. Um, I but mean, I they're wouldn't say they're that in they are. Tournament. Yeah. But I wouldn't say, you know, Sacred Heart. They're not like. I that, don't,
1: on that level. No.
2: Um, then we have Bullet East. Um, Bullet East is actually doing pretty well this season. Um and I hope to keep seeing that, but I think they dealt with an injury a couple weeks ago, so I don't know if that affected them all that much. But um, yeah, and then we have male. Um, you know, um, I'm not seeing too much from male. Um, I've their girls basketball team never gets a left love. They should, but you know that's just how it is. I
1: think it's like nothing matters until male, male manual. That's exactly For, yeah. what it is. Yeah, really.
2: Even like with i'll get into even that later. for the boys yeah i'll get into that later we have assumption um they're doing pretty well you know being an all-girls school and focusing on athletics i think they're doing pretty well um i think they could definitely compete with sacred heart in yeah. a way mm-hmm. then we have north bullet um, they're on here they're the last seed you know i think they're here just to compete and you know you never know you never know so then we have sacred heart they're the number one seed um they're strong they got strong players haven't dealt with a lot of injuries they've had a few i think they had one but i think they're bouncing back from that you know central butler and cal i think they kind of stick together in a group they round out each other yeah um Mm -hmm. but i think for the lit tournament for girls i think they all are going to compete And it's going to be great to see what's going to happen, just like the boys is happening right now. I think there's great competition happening, and I think it's happening right now. I haven't checked any scores. We can do that once we come back from our second break um, here in a a minute. And so I think we're going to go into our break pretty just a couple minutes early, and then I'll be back with the media polls for the girls and then talk about the guys over break.
0: You are listening to the High School Hour. Now, here's Morgan, Ava, and Katie.
2: Welcome back, and I'm going to get right into it. So, we were going off some girls basketball. So, this is this week's media poll. Um, I couldn't find, like, the whatever they're called. It's like a weird name. The actual, like, um, like ranking system. But, so, for the media poll, we have Sacred Heart with in first place. Then we have George Rogers-Clark, Cooper, Pikeville, Owensboro Catholic at 5, McCracken County, Anderson County, Notre Dame. And then at 9, we have a tie between Franklin Simpson and Ryle. We have Covington, Holy Cross, Pulaski County, Boyd um, County. Then we have Frank County and, to finish it off, Meade County at 15. I don't see a lot of Louisville schools in here. If I'm looking at it. Yeah, that's... Just sacred heart. That's really interesting. Like...
3: I would have thought like some of the other like big global schools would I'm be on saying, there.
2: Down in Kentucky, in the western eastern parts of Kentucky. You got some big. big, yeah, tall like girls who are not afraid to, to look, throw some punches. St- to stand <coughs> up and say, "I'm guarding you." That's all I'm saying. Um I think that's kind of I think they're much like not i don't know how to word this i think they're much more i don't know how to say this i don't want to
1: <laughs> i yeah it's hard feel to feel like i have the word for you but i don't i don't think it's right either
2: okay
3: you physique? guys know what it's mean. physique
2: yeah
1: maybe i guess
3: they're much more aggressive is what
2: like is that what you're kind of in a way but i, I think mean
1: maybe like physical wise physically yeah <laughs> yes okay. i would have expected maybe? To- that doesn't make any sense maybe I, I feel like you listeners out there maybe get our point. Yeah. We're probably not explaining it well, but we're trying. We're trying.
3: I would have expected to see at least Assumption on here. I'm not sure what Assumption's record is.
2: I feel like Assumption girls are short. That might just mean me, though. I'm not <laughs> trying to bash Assumption, I know. but I feel like I, looking watching some of them, because I have been to one of their games, they were much more shorter. Mm-hmm. Not as tall as some. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, getting out of girls, I couldn't find a lot of girls, but I have a lot. I have a lot for boys because of how much happened over the break. Starting off, we left off on the King of the Bluegrass, my favorite tournament. So, Great Crossing re- reached the championship for the second straight year. They lost last year, but they won first place this year. And their seven foot one center, Malachi Monroe, won MVP of the tournament. That is tall. And then we have Little Rock Central was the runner-up. They are from Arkansas. And then our uh, most outstanding player was uh, Anner Boteg from Little Rock Central. And our all-tournament team was Vince Dawson and Junus Burrell from Great Crossing, Daniel Culberson, CJ Washington from Little Rock Central, MJ Waldrow and Mason Ritter from Bowling Green, Dalton Hicks and Jacob Tucker from Fairdale, Dre Vace, Vaser from Trinity, Deshaun Jackson, Taylan K- Kinney from Newport, Trent Noah from Harlan County, Cold Evelyn from Mayo, Damon King from DeSales, Armello Boone from Frederick Douglass. I think there's a, every team's on there. Mm-hmm. And then next after King of the Bluegrass was the Middletown Holiday Classic, which I did not know was a thing, but it is a thing. The winner was Oldham County, and the runner-up was Eastern. They had a very tight game; it went to the last second. Do you know what
3: teams were in that tournament? No, I couldn't find that.
2: It was that was just all that was available. Oh. That for that, the
1: which was the one? final game,
2: Middletown Holiday That's Classic. One. I didn't even yeah, know that was a I thing. I did not know
1: either. Yeah. When it, when is that? Like early on. It's in the like break when or? it
2: was. It, it was like right after King of the Bluegrass it did. Oh. Interesting. So I guess it goes simultaneously if they don't get invited, because none of those teams were the King of Bluegrass. So next was the Mac Holiday Classic at PRP. The winner was Dupont Manual, and the runner-up was PRP. This was very surprising to everybody. Very surprising. Mm -hmm. And then right after that, the Lit tournament was announced, and Manual was named the number one seed, and they are now thirteen and one, but their only loss was to Great Crossing. Which is the number one team in the state, in my opinion. Yeah. So, playing tonight is Mail versus Cal and Faraday versus Butler. So, Faraday versus Butler, last time I checked, it was 26 to 16 at half.
1: 26 to 21.
2: Oh, thank you. Who was winning? Um, Faraday was winning. Manuel and Cal will play at 730 tonight. And yesterday, for second round, Sanex beat Mail and Trinity beat Eastern. They will face each other on Friday um DeSales and Evan Angel I think we talked about this Evan Angel Christian declined to compete in this year's LIT they chose that it was not right for their team which I'm not I mean that's fine
1: Mm -hmm. what about DeSales did they just say they just yeah
2: they just said they wanted to focus on other things I think they're competing in a different tournament um I think it's a wider tournament I don't think it's like just Kentucky teams I think it's like a A Midwest thing. That's acceptable. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I I think they wanted to take their time. Yeah,
1: I mean, break away. I mean, yeah, you're you're losing, you know, some competition. Great Crossing is not in the Lit either. I mean, I think.
2: Wait, no, it's Louisville. It's Louisville teams. It's Louisville Invitational Tournament. I
1: Mm -hmm. mean, you're you're losing some more or less okay competition within that, but but I mean, I feel like maybe they. And maybe this isn't true, but maybe they thought they could get better competition. Like, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, like you said, they could focus more on the, their mentality and, you know, you know, you know, practice more and not, you know, think yeah. about that. Yeah. And but
3: I feel like also DeSales and Evangel Evangel Christian will also be playing these teams during the regular season.
2: Uh, maybe DeSales does not play manual. Um, I think DeSales already played St. X and Trinity. I don't know if they've played St. X yet. Okay. But, um, but. Evan Angel Christian, I think they play Cal and stuff. But yeah. I don't know if they play everybody else.
3: Yeah. Maybe if they're at a different tournament, they're thinking, like, oh, we've played some and, of these.
2: You know, DeSales has already played Trinity, and that was a tough loss for them, I think. I think they're not wanting to play them until they get closer to State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a way that they want to
3: have time to grow
2: they and yeah they really want to have time to grow and when they get to that game they're you know they're, they're gonna be way, coming yeah
3: back for blood and
2: yeah. you know i think they have the ability to do that with their set and they have some really tall players mm-hmm. so you know i think it's gonna be looking forward to that oh yeah so in this week's media poll for the boys we have great crossing at number one then we have Lyon county at two licensing Catholic, Trinity, Covington Catholic, Newport at um, six, then we have Manuel at seven, Evangel Christian at eight, St X, Harlan County, Bowling Green, George Rogers Clark DeSales, Frederick Count- Frederick Douglass and Woodford County at 15. Um, the, honestly these this media poll it is it is really like not all the Louisville teams are together. they're very mixed up, mm-hmm um i think every single one of these teams in the 15 spot has a chance to beat every single person on this list yeah in a way um i know great crossing and trinity are like you know you can't beat them i think everybody on this list can beat them if it was just their time and if um they just you know show up mm-hmm. so that's it for boys that's all i have um talking i th- we have like three more minutes um
1: I was just gonna say that um, there is an upcoming girls tournament this weekend. Oh, the MLK you. Classic. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which that is in Winchester, Kentucky. So those competing teams will be Louisville Central, Ashland, Frederick Douglass, Notre Dame, Manual, North Laurel, um, GRC. Did that's George yeah, Rogers Clark. Um, Covington Holy Cross, and then it says GRC again. That may be a glitch. Oh, that's the boys. That's the boys game. So that's boys game is just. GRC and Jonathan Central, but all the other games that I listed before that are is it at games. George Rogers Clark? Um, yes, George Rogers Clark Arena. So, so that's this weekend. You know, I think
2: basketball. We're getting into the we're getting into the the home kind of stretch. We're and getting into the time where you need to up your game. You need to win, in a way. No, I- exactly. Mm-hmm. You're getting to your tougher <clears throat> part of the schedule for some of these teams. I know Manuel's getting into their tough part of the schedule. Yeah. So well.
1: I mean, I think we looked at this the other day. Mail manual is the February sixteenth, f- f- sixteenth. So I mean, that's only about a month away, and usually that that kind of like signals that the season is coming to a close. So they obviously still still have you know some you know good g- some games that they need to play, but mm-hmm. I mean it'll be practically about a month and a half, and then we're over, and then we're into regionals. Yeah. In district district play in districts well districts first and the regionals. So no, absolutely these teams really have got to up up their game and stuff
3: yeah and i'm interested to see how like these like the weekly media polls will change based mm-hmm. on like teams going into the harder parts of their schedules
2: and um just for some information stay tuned from maybe some updates and changes with our show maybe a new date i'm not for sure maybe a new day of the week just look for that information we're here again for the rest of january on wednesday but that might change after it comes to February. Thank you guys for listening. Um, the Cutter Group was our sponsor. Remember that. We love mm-hmm. the Cutter Group. We <laughs> and do. We love the Mike's Car Wash on Shelbyville yes, Road. Yes, we do. Go check yes. that out. And um, I hope to see you guys next week. Or not see you. I hope you listen to us next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also stay tuned for some maybe some coming up segments that I'm very excited about. That I'm not okay. going to spill yet. Or maybe yes. some more information next week. But thank you guys. Bye.
1: Bye. Peace out.